Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Chainsaws podcast. I am here with my co-host, Gabe. Hello. And I Back am, again. Yeah, back again for episode number four, man. Mm-hmm. Already there. Didn't think we'd make it. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of amazed, actually. Mm-hmm. So Well, I'm naturally a pessimist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, my name's Caleb, in case I'm you guys Gabe. don't already know if that. If you should be listening to these in order. Yeah, you should be. Not not from, oh, this is the newest thing they post. You won't understand. <laughs> no, you need to go from the trailer to one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But th- have we been labeling them? As I think so. Okay. I, at, whoa, least whoa, I've whoa. Been, at least I put in the description first, second episode. Okay. All at right. least I think I did. Eh, you know, don't bet on it. Just, yeah. just, just, you know, go to your, go to your platform of choice. In fact, let us know through our Instagram. We now have an Instagram. We now have... I told you we'd have one up by the you next did. episode. You did. I lost that bet. Yes, you did. Uh, we now have an Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, and it is um, behind the chainsaws. Um, if you have any questions, comments, you want us to cover certain things... Mm-hmm. Just uh, comment on a post or shoot us a message, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll see what we can do. We are also working on getting this podcast to as many platforms as possible. So if it is if if it is not on your favorite platform site, please send us something on Instagram, and we're going to work to fix it. Yes, we uh, make no us, promises though. Give us some we time. We don't. We kind of we we half know what we're doing. Yeah. we're learning. We are learning as we go along, but we do have it's an Instagram. Behind the Chainsaws, it's a comedy podcast, horror, and uh, true crime. So, it's the it's the Instagram with the little chainsaw in the red red circle. So you I can't think miss if you it. type it in, you can't really miss it. No, you can't miss it. So behind the chainsaws. Anyway, uh, today we have. No, before we get into it, I have a gift. You have a gift. I do a small Ooh. gift. So last time I plugged Liquid Death Mountain Water as someone who I hope to be a sponsor. And I have since gotten us each a nice can of liquid oh, death. Oh, look at that. We have liquid death. Mountain water. We have liquid... This the... is the sound of liquid death mountain water. Refreshing. Refreshing. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That is really good. So now that we have our liquid death and we've sent to our... Hopefully one day sponsor. If Liquid Death wants to sponsor us, we would happily take that. And we'll, I would. I we'll would drink. We will drink liquid. If if you we sponsor will drink us, we'll drink every time we record. Yes, we'll drink Just it saying. every single episode. We'll drink Liquid Death. All right. We can so, even make audible noises. We can. ASMR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I never thought I'd had an ASMR. But I either way. All right. Um, so I guess I'll go first. Yes, you lead today. All right. Mine is kind of on the horror side of things. Okay. Um, so today we'll be covering, and excuse, excuse me if I cannot pronounce this name correctly. They, they know. If they've been <laughs> listening to stuff in order, they've already heard me say right. outrageous things. Because I'm going to butcher this. So today's episode, uh, my story I brought is the Bieksu Colliery Mine, located in Bingzing, Laoing, China. You want me to try to butcher this as well? If you want to go, let me see. Go right ahead. See if you can say that. Okay. 
Um, it's the top the, line. I see it. I'm just the the Beningsing Collier Mine located in Benix Liangying, China. There you go. And, and so you know that's just my thing. Yeah. Terrible Asian impressions that. So no, <laughs> hopefully if you're Asian, you have a sense of humor. Otherwise, yeah. you're not, you won't be listening. So this mine is we're, located we're, in China mm-hmm. and is the site of one of the worst mining disasters in history. Oh, okay. I'm I'm getting into this. Yeah, uh, a lot of death actually. Actually, when I was doing the research for this. I was surprised by how many people actually died. Because I was mm-hmm. thinking maybe, you know, maybe... 20, 30 people? 200, 300 people. Ooh, okay. More, it is more than that. A lot oh, more. boy. All right, so, originally built in 1905, the mine produced iron and coal. So it was an iron and coal mining... In China. Mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in China. Um, so the provenance... Okay, the mine was under joint control of both China and Japan. Okay. So they, they did worked. You, yes. Could you preference what year this was? So the, mi- you- the mine was built in 1905. Okay. And then the, the Japanese and the Chinese both controlled it during and after that time. Okay, because this, w- this must have been, be- yeah, well, this was this before, was before, the, before first, the yes. World War. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so uh, both had control. Uh, once the second... Sino-Japanese War started, the Japanese actually took over the mine when they invaded China. Mm -hmm. They invaded this part of China and proceeded to quickly take over the provenance and the mine, which... It was very okay. valuable because it was an iron and coal well, mine, yeah, I mean, which this, would help this, the war. This effort. is wartime, so right. energy is is currency, pretty much. Without a doubt. So Japanese took it over. Um, so here, here's at this point, here's where the horror starts. Okay. Okay. So the Japanese quickly began to round up captured Chinese soldiers from military bases, mm. POW camps, wherever they could get them, and began to ship these people to now work in the mine. In this mine. Okay. Which, as we know, coal mining, we actually have a coal mine, not too far from where we are, yeah. don't we? Well, the thing, the difference is today it is a lot safer than it was then. And even oh, though there are dangers, it's even today, it's it pays extremely well. That is true. It's not like the old days when, you know, you barely made anything. You make You make bank now, at least at the one that's moderate distance from us. Right. And, and you know... It's hard work, and it's oh, it's yeah. dangerous still even mm-hmm. today. Back then, I couldn't imagine. Well, back it. back back then, it's you know it's pick and shovel. Today, oh, it's yeah. machines. Yeah. So, anyways, as the Japanese uh, forced the workers to keep mining, the conditions in the mine actually worsened than well, what they previously I don't doubt were, that. <laughs> um, leading to starvation, um, lack of water and clothing. I mean, these people had. Pretty much the only thing they had was what was on themselves, like mm-hmm. clothing, you know. They weren't supplied anything. No they... spare clothes, no spare boots, mm-hmm. um, no water, which was really critical, and oh, yeah. food. Food. Mm-hmm. They were practically out of food because mm-hmm. the Japanese would just not allow resources in mm-hmm. other than for themselves, mm-hmm. just like in World War Two. So did they, 
So did they pretty much just give them enough to keep them alive at like a bare minimum? We'll get into that. We'll get into that too. Um, The treatment of the workers was horrific, uh, often consisting of beatings with sticks and pickaxes. Oh, oh, ow. Yeah. Um, And other Ah. things. So, which, that's brutal. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel kind of, I feel really bad for these people actually. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this this had to be horrific to yeah. say the least. And this isn't even the disaster part. This no. is just leading up to it. Mm-hmm. So the lack of aid led to diseases and death in the mine. Uh that I think that answers your question. Well pretty previously. I w- I wanted to know was there enough like food or water to keep no. them alive or did they just ship you there and work you to death? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Ew. So mm-hmm. um the lack of aid, water, food, clothing led to disease and death in the mine. Uh, typhoid and cholera were actually rampant in this mine. Hmm. Um, and to, to worsen matters, these people were expected to work 12 or more hour shifts mm-hmm. with no breaks and no sleep. Ooh. Making, you know, getting over a sickness even mm-hmm. harder, especially something like typhoid or cholera well yeah you just you just worked until you died pretty pretty much much, yeah so that you know and and the deaths from the working part of it um are not actually part of the disaster Mm -hmm. so all the deaths that were that happened under japanese control because of starvation sickness we have no idea how many people died we don't do we have an estimate no we don't oh brother no no one can ask the 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 amount of people that the, the big the disaster part of it mm-hmm. we're getting to but in terms of the people that died from just working we have no estimate of how many died okay well, I, liquid I, death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sipping. Good. I'm <laughs> sipping this now, just like ooh, ooh. I'm happy for my liquid death. Can. I know. I know. Really, the mine was a death trap. Uh, the Japanese guards stood outside of the mine, monitoring who went in, who went out. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't leave until your shift was up. Well, yeah. Uh, you you could leave uh, if you wanted a bullet through your head, probably. Right, or if you died, then you're free to go. You know, to heaven. Um, but you just, you know, and actually the Japanese, when they took over, built large fences and had armed guards standing out to make sure there were no rebellions and to keep all the laborers in check. Which okay. actually the armed guards and the fences will come in later Ooh. and actually are the main cause for most of the death. Oh, no. All right. So now we're to the disaster. We're little. We're less than a little halfway through. Mm-hmm. All right. So on April uh, the twenty sixth, nineteen forty two, which World War Two just started, right? I'm not sure. I gotta con- continue, but I'm gonna look up when right. World War Two started. I'm gonna drink a little bit more liquid yeah. death. We've we've simped enough for them. <laughs> <sighs> um. Yeah. Let me know when World War Two started. I think it was actually uh, 1943. It's um, World War II, which began in 1939 and ended in 1945. So this is during World War II? Yes. Okay, okay. All right, so on the 26th of April, 1942, a massive explosion tore through the mine. 
Did, Cold. Did, was yes. it was it said to be like what happened or what was it a like a buildup of some sort of gas or coal well, it dust. had to be really yes so coal I didn't know dust. that was that explosive yes coal dust is very very flammable flam- well I would think it's flammable but I flammable. I wouldn't have guessed explosive yes it, it, it's like a sawdust actually if there's a big thing of sawdust well yeah I've Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it gets ignited, it causes mass explosion. Same thing with coal dust, which okay, is so why... rapid, rapid, ex- rapidly expanding fire. Yes, which is actually why this mine near us does not allow you to have lanterns, cigarettes, mm-hmm. or anything. Phones, you cannot have your phone underground in the mine. Oh, I thought, I feel like that, man. Because they conf- they take your phone, because I got a buddy who works there, they'll take your phone. Mm-hmm. Because if you get a phone call, it causes an electronic spark, and it'll blow you, the entire mine up. Well, I feel that like that's dust. more gases, and then it leads to the coal dust. But that's I feel true. like it's a mixture of coal dust and gases. But that's true. just my theory. So coal dust is actually what caused it. Um, no one knows truly how it ignited. Some people think it was um, like a miner's lamp. I mean that that would be my first guess because yeah. they don't they don't well I mean if they have electricity that's pretty advanced or right and and it, you know these the I highly doubt the safety was very a huge concern. well yeah it's if people are dying so it's just going to be uh, you know right. lanterns at best so the coal dust had been ignited and proceeded to cause a massive explosion which actually forced a large wave of fire. To shoot through the mine. Oh, oh. And then out of the mine entrance. Mm-hmm. So the fire proceeded to go through the main tunnel of mm-hmm. the mine and come out of the entrance. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that scared a lot of the guards. Oh, yeah. Because you're just standing there and there's a huge ball of fire mm-hmm. coming out. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I just imagine some of the guards, like, sitting there smoking a cigarette. You know. You know, how would, you know, they're chatting in Japanese. Holy yeah yeah really so um this initial blast of the fire killed multiple chinese workers and some of the japanese guards that were inside of the mine Mm -hmm. not outside but inside because you had to keep them in check so there were japanese mixed in throughout the Mm -hmm. mine well yeah they they had they had guns and uniforms though and they probably worked in pairs so that way you can just someone can just right mug one guy Right. So the initial blast killed multiple Chinese workers and some Japanese guards. Um, After the first blast, the Japanese outside the mine began to block the families and other miners from entering the mine to help others escape. Okay. So this is where where the, the fences start coming in. So the well, Jap- I was going to, I'm thinking because this is, because that seems. It's kind of smart, if you think about it, not letting other people into it. I mean, well, here's the thing. I'm probably thinking too much about this, because we don't, if a, if a house is burning, we don't let random people go in to the true, building. True, But at the same side of the coin, eh, eh, you know, just go on. Well, I mean... I can understand why they did that, but did they did they lock people? I feel like that's going to be the side effect, is they block people into the mine. Well, so... The Japanese actually proceeded to point their guns at people who were trying to help mm-hmm. and force people back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
the Japanese proceeded to seal the mine entrance uh. and cut off the air to the vents mm-hmm. to help so stop suffocate the fire from spreading. Man, mm-hmm. you were really jumping ahead here. <laughs> I feel like th- that's a, I've, I'm certain right. that's if you're blocking the air, you're going to kill the fire, but you're going to kill the people. True. Um, as this happens, some witnesses who were there watching this uh, later told the press um, that there were ch- uh, that the Japanese guards didn't even evacuate all the miners at the mine entrance. Mm-hmm. There, so um, sealing the entrance before some of them could even make it out. Um, some of the witnesses said their cries could be heard. As the mine was closed, because they were mm-hmm. at the entrance and they were and screaming, they were begging to... and screaming to be mm-hmm. let out, but mm-hmm. the Japanese just went ahead and closed it, mm-hmm. which they could have evacuated some more of Prisoners. the people mm-hmm. because there were there were quite a few still at the entrance when the Japanese sealed it, mm-hmm. so that kind of didn't look real well. Yeah, once the war was and and we'll get to that later. Once the war was over, is when they actually found out mm-hmm. more about what happened. Well, because I feel like this war generally, during war, journalism kind of dies, unfortunately. Yeah. Good yeah, journalism. A lot of things go unchecked, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, yeah. Which, so, I mean, there, there. I'm certain there are hundreds upon thousands of war crimes that we will never hear because it oh, just I'm, got lost. Oh, I'm positive, yeah. Um. So then the aftershock was actually played down uh, as initial reports of the disaster stated that the death toll was only 30 to 40 dead. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, and most of these were Japanese mm-hmm. papers saying, hey, there was a disaster, well, yeah. but there's when, only 30 to 40 dead when, people. Well, yeah, they're they're it's Chinese all, workers. It's always downplayed. Right. Um, this would later be disproven as... For 10 days, workers dug bodies, moving debris, and clearing out the collapsed mine shafts to recover all the, their fellow workers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the dead could not even be identified due to the extent of the burns, burns. from the mm-hmm. initial blast mm-hmm. um, and then the following flames that mm-hmm. came through the mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the recovery went on, the dead were not actually even properly buried. They well, were yeah, just that's... tossed into a mass grave. And I, I feel like that's the, that'd be, well, that's kind of the way things are unfortunately done for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of places, it's just a big hole and people are put into it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how, uh, and, and I'm going to bring up a sensitive topic, but that's how the the, the Holocaust went. Was they would they just, th- they'd gas the dude, put him in a mass hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. just dig a giant hole and throw him in, which mm-hmm. which is horrible. Well, that's also the way. That's the way a lot of things like that work. It's it's unfortunate, but it is the way the world works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, even today, that if, is if true. a mass if a mass event happened in some sort of. Well, I mean, I don't think America would do it, but then again, it's sometimes we do shady things. That, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say we've gone past that point in history where that would never happen again. That's true. All right. So at this point, I want you to just take a guess of how many, you said, you said what? As, as for starting out, I said like 30, 40, but yeah. then you said the so maybe 200, hundreds. maybe 300, 
I, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna guess 750 is okay. My number. All right, that'll be so my guess. after after the war was over mm-hmm. after the. Um, the Russians launched an investigation and found that of the dead, 31 of the fatalities were Japanese. Okay. And the remaining 1,518 were Chinese workers. Double what I had guessed. Yes, who were in the mine when the blast and the fire happened. Mm-hmm. Of, of this investigation, only a few workers actually died from the initial blast and flame. It was the suffocation. Yes. Their bodies removed from the mine shafts. Mm-hmm. The rest of the dead were f- found to have still been alive, trapped when the Japanese sealed the mine entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, after sealing the entrance, the air was then cut off, of course, to the ventilation uh, to stop the flames from spreading, causing the miners still alive who were waiting to be rescued. Uh, to die of suffocation. Right. And mm-hmm. trapped at the entrance and in the deeper. So from what I was able to research here, um, actually, there were other branches of the mine. Like well, yeah, they branched they, off. Well, because they, I mean, I know the coal mine, a distance from us, goes like however many miles. Like they have one, two, but the, you can go like miles and miles from, because I knew in the old days... I know a lady whose, like, grandfather used to work in the mine, Mm. and she said it would take them, I think he said about 45 minutes, just to get to the location where they were working. So when they finished, they had, like, a 45-minute walk. I think it was was full walk, just to get to where they were working. Right. So, and this, this mine was open. This mine has been open since 1905. And we're talking, this is 1942. Mm-hmm. So this is a big mine. Mm-hmm. So there are probably multiple branch offs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so the initial blast didn't just kill everybody, right? So there were miners back in these little areas. Well, yeah, they're in they're in little pockets here and there, so. right? And there's even some at the entrance that mm-hmm. could not escape. Um, uh, and those who could not uh, were left to suffocate from carbon monoxide poisoning mm. as their air was used up by the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, the saddest part is people reported hearing them begging, crying, and oh, screaming yeah. to be let out mm-hmm. as they began to go quiet due to lack of oxygen. Oh. oh. Which is a horrible way to die. Oh, yeah. I think I would rather be killed by the blast Oh yeah, well here's here's the thing is, is I've always said if I, the if I go and it's not of natural causes, I hope I go quickly. Oh yeah. Like oh. it's like a neck snap or something. Yeah. Or even even uh I think another way would if you're escaping the mine a bullet, I think mm-hmm. I would have rather have been shot. Oh, I would have too. If you then, if then burned at the stake or I don't I don't know how death feels by suffocation. I don't. I'm gonna feel, guess because it because it's I it's slower. Have you ever you, pass you know when you're underwater at a swimming pool mm-hmm. and you and run, there's that start initial run. panic and yeah uh-huh. I don't like that. It, oh it, yeah, you know. Oh, I know no one does. <laughs> I'd rather so, be shot. Yeah. Oh, uh, most of the bodies that were removed from the mine were killed by lack of oxygen and not direct flame contact. And most mm-hmm. of these people were 
hidden. As like, I said, in little little in corners, little trying, corners to get, trying to get away and, from the blast or from right, flames. In groups, mm-hmm. trying to find other ways out. And there mm-hmm. were no other ways out. Mm-hmm. Um, were so, there, yes. Now, I'm going to be a little optimistic for once. Were there any survivors of the blast? or, or are there, there were. No? There okay. were. Okay. Did I jump ahead? No, no. Um, I, I believe I said that. Uh, because I know there were the people, but people that were in the mine. Right. That survived, not people that were out of the mine. So there were people in the mine that survived. Um, some of the guards and actually some of the miners who were closest to the exit to the exit got burned when that ball of fire came out of the exit. Mm-hmm. And some of them were killed. Mm-hmm. But some, like, when the ball of fire went out, there mm-hmm. were, like, little shoots, like mm-hmm. tunnels off. Yeah. And then once they saw that ball of fire, oh my goodness. They got in those little corners or those well, they behind ran a pillar out. maybe or yeah. something. And then they proceeded to run out. Um, well, I'm saying after they they sealed it. Was no. there Okay. After it was sealed, everyone inside okay. died. Because I can understand if you were able to get out fairly quickly, then. Yeah. It, yeah. So if you were able to run to the exit mm-hmm. and get out. Before within, they sealed it. Before they sealed it, you were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and according to reports, there were still people running towards the exit. Mm-hmm. When they sell, sealed when it. When they sealed it. Mm-hmm. And so. There well, yeah, was criticism it, to the Japanese government after this that said mm-hmm. if you had left it open for a little bit longer, maybe you could have saved two hundred more people mm-hmm. or so. so. So it was it was not a good thing to uh, say the least. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially for the Japanese government, the criticism they received for sealing so many people in, mm-hmm. and honestly, I think. Speculation here solely. Um, what What are your thoughts? Do you think if they had left the air vents open? Well, because it's it's a question of also. Well, I would think yeah, leave the, leave it open, but at the same time, it's like okay, it helped what, spread the fire. Yeah, what could what would that have then led to? Well, I guess it's also one of those things where if because I'm I I'm not there and the the. I mean, because it's at least at least you shouldn't be boxing people in, right? But I also I think it, you know, the reports are very vague. At least mm-hmm. at least as far as I know, because the Japanese didn't want they didn't want people to know that they had killed you know one thousand mm-hmm. five hundred eighteen Chinese workers. Um, but it's also something I think that would you rather be burned to death or would you rather suffocate? Oh, that's hard. So I, th- I, I, don't, I, think... I, and I doubt the Japanese were thinking of that. Well, I yeah. highly doubt they were like, we're gonna make it. You know, I think they were more like, hey, we need to stop this fire before it do- destroys the mine because we need this mine. Yeah. I don't think they really cared about the. Well, workers. yeah, exactly. They didn't care about the workers. They that would have that would have been the first thing is we're viewing this from care of the workers, but right, they're thinking we need this mine. We can't lose this coal and iron so right by fire mm-hmm. so let's just by that standard they did do the right thing there. true in terms of in terms of inhumanity and you killed people they screwed it up yeah i mean they they really did and they killed a lot of people so actually that's my this is getting i'm kind of at the end at this point but 
uh, in total, 1,549 people were killed in the disaster, uh, actually making it the deadliest and worst coal mining disaster in human history that we know of. That's known. So that's, um, you know, I think they definitely, they definitely really screwed over some people. Um, but when I was doing the research, the 31 fatalities of Japanese Mm -hmm. were uh, the guards Mm -hmm. that were inside the mine, making sure people were working. Mm -hmm. Um, that was well known or was that harder to find? It it was actually pretty, pretty easy to find, uh, because the Japanese did more totaling of their own numbers. Well, yeah, absolutely. Than they did of the Chinese. Mm -hmm. It's actually the Russians we have to thank. Mm-hmm. for doing that investigation doing that investigation finding out how many people actually died and actually uh the the total 1549 mm-hmm. is believed to be less than who, what actually died in mm-hmm. mine. so because there should be more pretty much is that there or that's a lower estimate it's a lower estimate because then again the Japanese just threw all the bodies into a giant grave. Oh yeah, covered it. I with forgot dirt, that detail. Mm-hmm. And just left them there. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't. I I have doubts. They actually counted out how many true. They may have, mm-hmm. but they didn't really care. Well, I mean, even even if they counted, then that's. I mean, when you get to those high thousands, that's extremely easy to mess up. Oh yeah. Especially if you're going oh, manually, yeah. if you're not going through the actual process, like we have this person, this person, this person, yeah, yeah. So, and, mm-hmm. and 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 then it's one of those things where, you know, you know, one thousand five hundred forty. Well, that's actually the Japanese included. It's one thousand five hundred eighteen Chinese. They counted. Mm-hmm. That's not including the multiple years leading up to this. Oh yeah. That people died of mm-hmm. cholera, typhoid, fever. Mm-hmm. That's just in the disaster. That starved to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the it it's just it was a bad. It was just bad. bad. All around. And bad and all I may around. bring another mining story. Well, I uh, I was thinking. Future, I wonder so. if this would be maybe for another episode or maybe not. But um, I wonder if there is like ghost sightings or any sort of paranormal activity. When I was looking there. at it, there there were i believe i saw at least a report a report during okay. this research of ghost ghostly things mm-hmm. seen which which you know when you have that many deaths oh i feel like that spot that's that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a hot spot yeah oh yeah and so uh actually once this was once this was all said and dead, done, the Japanese lost World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chinese actually took the mine back over mm-hmm. and proceeded to continue mining it. Is the, it still in operation, or is it? Well, also we wouldn't. I don't know. It's um, China, so I would think it is in operation. I believe it is still in operation. Mm-hmm. So, because it was a fairly large coal mine okay. and an iron, so. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my horror. I hope it was. Horror, it's. It was. It was scary. But... It was. Hor- it was very historical, which I liked it. I liked it. It's. I... It's gruesome, and it's not good. But you know, these. It's. It's good to know history. It is, and it's. You know, it's more interesting coming from us than the History Channel. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't have cool slides or anything, but mm-hmm. 
hey um, feels more personal yeah so i uh my heart kind of goes out to all those chinese and even the japanese guard well less so to the japanese yeah. guard but more for the chinese workers Definitely who for were the chinese workers. essentially enslaved right and then sealed in a mine with their air supply cut off that mm-hmm. that must have uh that must not have been fun and apparently the uh the survivors actually survived for a little while the ones that were way the ones back that got out no or the ones, the ones that were, that in, were the, in the mine far far back there they they survived the longest because they had the most air mm-hmm. before which is horrible because they oh, like yeah. i had mentioned i'd want to go quick they were hoping to be rescued and mm-hmm. their cries mm-hmm. kind of mimicked yeah. that of help us help us mm-hmm. we're trapped and the japanese refused to let other well, yeah. miners and I, we help. have we've covered that point so many times yes. but it's a good point yes, to cover it is so yeah. anyway that was mine so that wraps up for you yep and we're back with the second half all right we are today i've actually i'm going to have to split this into two episodes two double parter mm-hmm. so i've got the first part here with me today so we're gonna have two so two it's going episodes. to i have i've split this into two things so if you're wondering i'm doing alcatraz and that's uh where al capone was am i correct yes actually yeah I think I chat, I don't chat a lot about the criminals, but I think I do at least mention Al Capone at least once, at least Good. between one of Good. them. But um, just if you aren't, small, small little summary of Alcatraz is a island off of San Francisco. And it's, well, I actually go into more in detail, but that's essentially what it is. It's a prison island to be specific. But um, as I was saying, this is going to be a two-parter. I have the Alcatraz info tonight, mm. and I'm going to do the um, more ghosts of Alcatraz. It'll have more information, but mainly ghosts of Alcatraz in the next episode. Oh, but, so there there are ghosts then? Yes, too. it's it's Alcatraz is very haunted. Oh, um, fun fact that mm-hmm. I actually like to tell people okay. because I am from Colorado. Mm-hmm. And uh, in in case, um, if you listen in, in if you listen in order, you probably figure that out by now. Yeah, but uh, actually, we have uh, one of the. I don't believe it is the, but it is one of the top five most secure prisons in the world. Mm-hmm. So, which is the uh, ADX. Florence Supermax prison, hmm. which actually consists of, I believe, it's actually underground mm-hmm. because the well, main... maybe don't don't tell too much about. It. I might actually save that. We could use that for a story. Save but... the ADX Florence Supermax prison for another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could tell you about some not quite history, but information that'll be fascinating. Yeah, and actually, it, it holds a couple terrorists too. Actually. Mm-hmm. That have killed a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know, right. look forward to that. Hopefully, with 
one day. Yeah. Also, shout out to the Instagram. One more time. What, what? Behind the chainsaws. Give us a follow. (laughs) (laughs) What, what, what? (laughs) I just reverted back to 2005, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Scary. (laughs) Scary noises. Okay. So Alcatraz is an island. It's four miles off the coast of San Francisco, and it's two miles from any other island. Um, mm. It's approximately 22.5 acres big, and it is described as being close to the city, but too far for most to swim due to the cold and the distance to land, which is why it was turned into a prison island right so you're not you're not escaping Mm -hmm. pretty much although i think there there i I do have some people who did escape or supposedly escaped but i'm i'll get into that supposedly Mm -hmm. so alcatraz got its name in the 1840s when the u.s military took it over and the first prisoners started to be placed there at to, to be placed there at that time though it was um people who were court-martialed or military convicts oh so it was well so it was a military I, I court, yeah it was military, military prison. prison court-martialed military convicts is what i have and my screen went dead damn <laughs> the screen saying that. wait 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 i got it i got did it. your screen work your yeah screen my screen's working? fine oh <laughs> i was hoping we could add our hold music oh Oh, you you were looking so forward to that. I got it up too quickly, though. I know, and I don't know. So, in case anybody's wondering... I have a small sound pad with some voice cues. Well, actually, if if anybody's wondering, uh, you know, thank you, Gabe, for doing all of our technical stuff. Uh So, thank you very much. When we become famous, you get to get me uh, someone to do it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, we We may rope... A friend of ours to doing it uh, one day. Into doing it, uh, you know who you are if you're listening to this. Uh-huh. Your name starts with J and ends in. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say that name. <laughs> um, and I thought I was mean to him. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think it. Cause, hold on, let me get on my computer and type how to spell his name. I, I, I'm going to take a guess, and that it's a Y. It is a Y, <laughs> yes. So if your name starts with J and ends this in poor, Y, um, this poor you man. know who you are. I can't believe I didn't know how to spell his name. That is amazing. All right, I'm I'm sorry, brother. You know who you are. Lots of love, lots of love. Um, that was, that was good. Okay. But uh, yeah, Gabe does all work. They need that. We did. Yeah, that I sums butchered. It up. I butchered his name. I'm not gonna, actually going to say his name though. He might uh-huh. not want to be uh-huh. mentioned. It's so. the mysterious J. With a the y. y at the end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Very he's, mysterious. He's People good. are going to be guessing that on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure it out. Figure out who our friend is. He's super awesome. Super cool guy. He probably doesn't want to be. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's he Tesla like, no. to all our episodes before we uh-huh. post them. D- okay, we've told him enough about the background. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, please okay. continue. So, um, as time went on during the Civil War, um, Confederates 
um, Confederate soldiers, Southern sympathizers, and at one point a Indian chief were kept on the island. And during the Spanish War, the Spanish-American War, Spanish prisoners were kept on the island. Oh, okay. So th- thus far, it's been mainly military. Mainly military and, you know, captured people, pretty much. It it hasn't really gone to a full-on prison. Okay, all right. So, um, this is, this is before, but, um, every prisoner that went there had no heat, no running water, no toilets, um, and due to this, there was much disease and infestations, um, and also, if you're wondering how the prisoners were kept, they were kept by ball and chain. Oh, so like old school. Yeah, they did ball okay. and chain. Wow. Um, as an added precaution to keep them from running away, um, for, okay, I put in notes, this was the, the first litter of people that came were ball and chain. I think they also mm-hmm. might have, um, I don't have this in my notes, but they also might have, like, held your hands up in a, pos- in a upright position. It might have just been ball and chain. Oh, but with, they like, might have, the chains, like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, with your chains are, on the wall. Yeah, you're chained yeah. on the wall, and your hands are in a, above, above your, your head. Above your head, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so in... You know, I used to have a girlfriend. Oh. I can't say that on this. <laughs> I can't. I can't. In Never 1911. Mind. <laughs> Never mind. In 1911, the first actual prison was built, and it was called the United States Disciplinary Barracks. So this is where it actually got into more of a prison and less... It, it was a prison before, but now it's actually more recognized as a prison. Right, right. Okay. Um, it was the army's first long-term prison, and it quickly became known for being extremely tough. So, to give you an idea, there were strict rules, of course, a strict diet, hard physical labor, and confinement, as well as the ball and chains I mentioned earlier. Don't drop the soap. (laughs) Don't drop the soap. (laughs) I love that stupid, don't drop the soap. Uh, it was also considered escape proof, which I don't have any reports of anyone escaping during this time period. So okay. essentially, escape proof. Okay. It was, it was a work prison. It hard physical labor. I don't know what they okay. did. Okay. I just know hard physical labor. Okay. Okay. Um. So in 1933, the army relinquished Alcatraz to the U.S. Justice Department. And the Justice Department wanted a prison built so they could hold, you know, the most dangerous prisoners. Because their thought was, you know, it's a prison island. It's been used historically as a prison island. Let's, you know, build a complex and put the the baddest of the bad, the worst of the worst, the hardest to contain people in this, on this island. Right. So... Um, dangerous people. Uh, the actual prison, the actual Alcatraz itself, opened on July first, nineteen thirty-four. And when they recruited new people to work there, they were the best of the best. So they were the the toughest guards. Um, I think I have this more in my notes. Let me blah 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 blah. blah. Best of the best. Okay, so best of the best. Uh, wouldn't take talking back. The toughest. Nothing gets past them. Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Um, on top of that, there were three inmates for every one guard. So you can get an idea of mm. how secure this was. Right. So one guard for every three, three prisoners. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so now it's holding federally. Yeah. Now it's now it's under the control of the Justice Department, and it's right. actually holding federal prisons or okay. federal prisoners um, like across the country. What time period is this? This it opened in 1934. I okay. think I have somewhere around here. I should have when it opened and closed, but it opened on July 1st, 1934. Right. I somewhere I had the the when it shut down. I think it was it was in the 1960s, but I don't have the exact. Date. Well, because I'm. You know, most of the time when you think of Alcatraz, you think of, uh, like, Al Capone, like, mobsters. Mm-hmm. And well, s- I, yeah. I do have some of the prisoners. So, on top of, uh, no, I said that. So, when they were looking for prisoners, they went through all the jails in the country. Oh, and wow. uh, to find the worst of the worst, as I said. Such as worst bank robbers, murderers, and essentially anyone who was the best at their craft, but, you know, hard. Like, escape artists. You know what I mean, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, when a new shipment of inmates, inmates came, there was normally at least one, quote, famous criminal. So... It Tony. Mm-hmm. It Tony. You know that Al Capone guy? Yeah, yeah they <laughs> finally got him on Texavision. You know what I'm saying, Tony? <laughs> so some of them were... I don't know these people. I might do some episodes on them later, but George Machine Gun Kelly... Al Capone, as you've been mentioning. Hey, Al Capone. Hey, you know, Machine Gun Kelly. Not <laughs> no, the no. shitty rapper guy. Yeah, but not the, the, that's the, 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 the real guy, you know? <laughs> um, Floyd Hamilton. Floyd Hamilton, okay. And Robert Shroud. I'm now, not going to try and pronounce Robert Sh- Shroud. Shroud. <laughs> I might do some more research into them and do an episode on them in a later date. That would Depends be pretty on cool. what. Because I think one of them... It might have been Floyd Hamilton was actually pretty gruesome, or maybe it was Robert. I'm not sure. But that's for later. Yeah. So the inmates are, I should put at Alcatraz, all inmates had five rights. And they were the right to food, the right to clothes, the right to a weekly shower, the right to a cell, and the right to see a doctor. Other than that, there was, you had no rights to anything. Those so, were... you, so you mean I can't have a girlfriend in prison? <laughs> no, no. Wow, so you're taking my my girl away from me, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, they That's are. Horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you're, you make it you make it like that's the worst thing that happens. So, uh we'll get more into that. So, in the tw- 29 years, so what would that have been? 29 years from 1934. That would have been nineteen. It closed in nineteen sixty three. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. In the twenty nine years Alcatraz was in service, there were fourteen escape attempts of thirty six inmates, and only five of the thirty six were actual escapes. So this. So when I say actual escapes, I mean we we think we they may have gone out. They may not have gone out. So we never found... So they may have drowned. Yeah, they there's... Have, okay. is, I think I, I go into the stories a little bit. Um, okay. uh, we don't know if they actually made it out. Okay. Um, but one source says... Okay, so the story goes that three inmates would steal spoons from the cafeteria and dig their way through the walls to the vents. Ooh. And, that's a lot. Yeah. That, oh, that took a long time. That's, uh, that's amazing. And to fool the guards, they stole hair from the barber shop. 
and they would make fake heads. So that way, when if a guard like went by with a flashlight, they'd see the fake head. And it's like, oh yeah, they're in bed. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And in another area, they worked on constructing a raft. And mm. um, I don't know how the other two got out, but there was that was them, and they apparently got out. They may have drowned in the water. I don't know what had happened to them. They could have, as I said, they could have drowned in the water. The raft could have rested and they drowned, but they can't find them. They they never did. Yeah, they never okay. found When they actually made the attempt to break, they, act, they never found them. Wow. And after them, there were another two who believed to escape, which I don't have more information on. So okay. they, probably, they probably had a similar system. Now, I may be jumping the gun, mm-hmm. but... And I, and I may be a complete idiot, and I may make myself look like an idiot. But was there not an escape attempt from Alcatraz involving an airplane? A prisoner I, making, like, building his own airplane and proceeded to jump off and crash and die. If there is, I did not find that story. Okay. Do you mind if I look yeah, it Yeah, go, go ahead, because I, I, I actually want to know this, because I didn't... Okay, that, give us one second. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you work on that. I'm going to continue. I should have used that opportunity to play the whole music, but it would have been gone for so long. <laughs> okay, so as I said, I don't have information on how the other two escaped, but they probably had a similar system. So um, this is one of the escape attempts, and it's the most famous because it's called the Battle of Alcatraz. So this was the most famous escape attempt to take place at the facility. So on May 2nd, 1946, six prisoners stole a... I'm not sure what it was. I think it was like a crowbar or something, but it's it was some sort of device they used to break the cells open. They overpowered the guards, and they stole their weapons. Oh, wow. So, however, a guard had forgotten to put the key to the recreation yard on its hook. So one of the critical keys they needed. No, no, this was this is actually because if they could have gotten that key, they would have gone to the yard and they might have actually had a good chance of getting out. Really? Mm-hmm. But they they didn't have the key. The guard have forgot to put it back, so they couldn't get the key. And this and that's part of the reason why it gets so gruesome. But they didn't make it out. Mm. So, um, so the prisoners couldn't have gone out. And so, to compensate for that, their next best thing was they took hostages. Ah. And over the next 48 hours, six guard or six prisoners, um, this, oh, the six, excuse me, the six prisoners locked two guards in a cell and shot them. They injured 18 guards. Whoa. And the escape attempt was such a conundrum that the prison called in the Navy, Army, the Marines. So they they called in three branches branches of the military. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of the work from what I found was done by the Marines, but the Marines had to drill holes in the ceiling and throw grenades into the prison (laughs) to try to get this. Mm -hmm. So in the end... Three hid in a corridor where the Marines found and shot them. Like when the Marines actually got into the prison and right. were so. Know. So it was no mercy at this point. For yeah, the it was. Oh, it was. So this, this just was. Going it was a forty-eight everyone. hour panic because it was. Right. You know they can't. 
you know, the guards are, there's hostages, they don't want this to escalate, but it's already escalated, because they have guns, they can, if you try to get them, you know, they're gonna shoot you. Right. So it's, you know, it's full-fledged panic at this point. So they're, they, they are literally... They called in three branches of the military. Right. So <laughs> it's it shoot to, so once the military got there, they're just killing Oh, everyone. yeah, it's shoot to kill. They, they're not taking prisoners Yeah, back. they're, they're not, just killing. yeah, okay. it's... Mm-hmm. Wow. So I said three of the six hid in the corridor, and when the Marines found them, they shot them. And the other three decided, they decided once it looked like they're not going to get out, they're not going to win. Their guess was, we're going to, you know, get in the chaos and try to blend in. And they were hoping that they could get, they could essentially get out of, you know, like said punishment. Right. Like if, if they don't, if they can't, if they don't know who we are or they can't identify us or they've been in such a panic, they don't know who we are and, you know, yada, yada. Right. That we can hopefully get off of this scot-free once that everything cools down. Right. So that unfortunately didn't work for them. Ooh. So, um, didn't I put didn't work? So two of them were executed once it was... Once everything cooled off, they, I don't know how they killed him. They probably just shot him. Yeah. And one of them, he was the only one who kept his life. And the only reason for that was, um, he was trying to help those who were wounded after they had joined the chaos. So they said, okay, well, we're going to sentence you to life imprisonment. He, he was trying to help though. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, that was the, that was the, that was the only reason they didn't decide to execute him. Is they said you were trying to help the, you know, other people who were injured. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna sentence you to life imprisonment, but you will live. Okay. Okay. Uh, did see if if it had been me, I think I would have like gone back to my cell and like sat down and pretended I wasn't a part of this. Mm-hmm. Right? Did anyone do that? Um. Well, there were only six people. So the three of them hid. Right, and were shot God. once they were found. The other the other three tried to join the chaos and, like, try to get out of it. Because I don't know exactly what they did, but they at least tried to, like, hide in the crowd. And for mm-hmm. two of them, it didn't work. They, they obviously knew who they were. It would be kind of hard to mix in with a bunch of military guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they tried to blend in with the prisoners, because they still had the prison attire and everything on. Oh, okay, okay. It's not like they ripped those off and put on normal clothes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they they were they tried to blend in, but it didn't work for them. Hmm. Okay. So all right. Going on, I have the caption is extra death and insanity. So in 1937 alone, 14 of the prisoners in Alcatraz went insane, and mental illness was not tolerated because they thought it was a excuse to get out of work. Mm. So, um, that that was that. Had a, um, another guy who worked in the barber shop area was cutting um some other guy's hair, and this is where it gets into your girlfriend. It's also apparently was known that it was a secret lover. Ew. So <laughs> he was cutting his secret lover's hair, and he went into a mental break and stabbed him with his scissors. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So, um, one in, th- that was one story. Another inmate was at work in the kitchen when he took a knife and, while laughing, 
cut all of his fingers off. And when he finished with one hand, then he, when he was done, he asked the guard to cut all the fingers off his other hand. Because he couldn't hold the knife with his hand that he already cut the fingers off. You, you more finishing cutting off all my, my fingers? fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so it, you know, people, some people really lost it. Wow. Um, another inmate cut his neck with some broken eyeglasses. And when this didn't kill him, he climbed up one of the fences so the guards would shoot him. Wow. Which they did. Um, another inmate cut his jugular vein with a pencil sharpener and bled out. Um, it is believed that there was more... Yeah, I said, <laughs> well, they cut out. And it was also believed there were more mental breakdowns in the prison's 29 years of operation than in any other prison up to date. Wow. Um... Let's see. This is this is another thing that was goes loops back to the five rights I listed earlier. Um, the first years of Alcatraz are known as the silent years, and that is because talking was not allowed. With really? Ex- yes. That would with have been hard. With a exception of three minutes in the morning and two hours on the weekends. So you could talk for you could talk when they got you up. I'm think I'm certain when then they got you up. You were allowed to chat with other prisoners or guards or whatever for three minutes. Wow! And then on the weekends, I think what they did is they had like time in the courtyard or maybe during work or something. But then you were allowed two hours of time to socialize. But other than that, you were silent. There was no talking. Yeah. Whatsoever. Okay. That also will go into, and I'll probably bring that back up, but. That goes into, when I get into Ghosts of Alcatraz, because there's a lot of things and other information that intertwine with that. So, um, this this is interesting, and this is also something you should remember. So, what was life like on Alcatraz if you weren't an inmate? Now, I thought this was interesting, because I thought this is just a prison island, like the guards or their wives, or, you know, like they're somewhere in San Fran... I was living. Yeah. So that apparently isn't the case. Really? So there were about 300 people living on the island of Alcatraz that weren't inmates. So families? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I, including women, children, and some elderly. That's kind of concerning, actually, Mm -hmm. because think about like if the six, you know, the six, six people Mm -hmm. had gotten to women and children. Mm hmm. Shoot, you know. Yeah. So so that was one of the main things. And there's and this 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 is why I say remember this detail for next week. Because it it's there's other things that happen that would <laughs> just Right crazy. Okay. But um going on, so the main living areas were building sixty four. Okay. Um there was apparently one large duplex, uh four wooden homes for senior officers of the jail. And three different apartment buildings and the warden's house. Okay. So there was also a bowling alley. I'm going to count. May I? Yes. When the the six people began the riot, did they get outside of the prison into some of these buildings? No. They were were trapped in the prison. I think that's one of the things where they wanted to get to the courtyard because then they had a chance of actually getting out. Okay. Okay. So that one key could have allowed them to (laughs) maybe get to the women and children. Possibly. And stuff like that. Because, okay. well, I don't know. I'm. I don't know the layout of the prison. 
off the top of my head. I didn't look at pictures, but they needed to get to the to the courtyard, and that, I think, was their, if nothing else, it was their best chance of getting out of the main building, because up until then, they are locked in, you know, cement. It's They're locked in a building. Right. Okay, I'm pulling up, actually, images, because I kind of want to see, Okay. like, how this was all set so, up. So, as I was saying, there was also a bowling alley, a convenience store, and a soda fountain shop for youth, just on the island. So, there were, ki- oh, yeah, there, yeah, are there kids. were kids. Wow. This is amazing to me. Uh, families actually did most of their shopping on the mainland since the prison ferry made 12 runs per day. So it was, there There wasn't like, yeah, we're going on the, the you know, the we got to get on the boat at this time to get here. There were 12 runs per day. It was like, I don't want to say it was like a taxi service, but it's like, oh, I missed the five o'clock. I'll get, I'll catch the six. Okay. So okay. it wasn't really that strict. It wasn't terrible it was a prison island you were living on a prison island but there were a couple of nice features right so looking looking at this map i see like the cell house so they were trying to get to the recreation yard yes okay okay so from there it's actually on the opposite side of building 64 the warden's house and all that Mm -hmm. it's closer to just just pretty much the ocean Well, that was, I don't, I'm not entirely sure what their plan was, because I didn't know if they had a raft, Mm, or what they planned on doing. Because if they had a raft, getting into the recreation yard from this map, it would be the fastest way to get to the water, Hmm. without a doubt. I'm not sure what their, if they had a raft. I didn't see anything that said they had a raft. Oh, okay. (laughs) I would think they would, given that they're on a prison island, they probably at least thought that part out, unless they're really... crazy because they they planned out like oh this key's here and i need to get this key to unlock this but the only thing that stopped them was the the one guard guard. the guard screwed up and granted his screw up probably i don't know saved it could have saved lives it could it might have even been worse because they went into hostages in a shootout right and then you know but but it's but it screwed up their plan right yeah but um, that pretty much, that actually runs me out of information for info about Alcatraz. And I will continue, as I said before, I will continue this episode in Ghosts of Alcatraz in the next episode. Ghosts of Alcatraz in the next mm-hmm. episode. So Ghosts of Alcatraz, there will be more info. So if I didn't cover something, wait till the next one. There is more info. But I'm going to cover more about the paranormal and the ghosts in that, epi- in that episode. Okay. All right. So, so we we actually got through quite a bit. We did this That's, episode. We, what are, what been, are we sitting at, Gabe? We're sitting at a little eh, a little over an hour. We're fine though. Yeah, but so it, hope. But yeah, yeah, gruesome, gruesome mind story, tragic events of history, and less tragic, but you know, well, prison I mean, island. Those poor guards. I mean, you know, well, they're yeah. just doing their job. Lots of death today. Lots yeah, of death. yeah, really. So what is our what is our death total at? We had. About. We had, well, here's the thing. There were also a lot of deaths at Alcatraz that weren't yeah. included. Uh, you know, there was there was insanity. There's a couple deaths which will be in Ghosts of Alcatraz. Okay, okay. And there's more. But uh, for that death toll, we're probably sitting around, at least known death toll, we're sitting somewhere around 1,600 today. Okay, known. So, so we're currently, with both our stories combined, we're sitting at mm-hmm. a lot. Well, yeah, and your story isn't complete because we right. don't know if so. There was probably more. 
right with all the other deaths so mm-hmm. man we could, today we might, if a... we're even if we're being if we're being liberal with our estimates then we could even give it up to 1700 that yeah. are known because you know there's deaths beforehand and people died at the cramps before yeah and true. as we clink our liquid death mountain water clink take our nice audible <sighs> hey well, um, I think that brings us to the end. It does. Actually. So thanks for listening. Uh, this Come has back been... next week for part two of Ghosts of Alcatraz and a yeah. new story from Caleb. Yeah, a brand new story. And uh, this has been Behind the Chainsaws. Yes. With Gabe and Caleb. Thank you. Good night.